Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, doctors, what I want to talk about today is the importance of the consultation for any injury's first visit. You got to remember, a lot of doctors don't stress the importance or they don't understand the importance of the very first consultation that you're going to have with an injury patient. This is really, really important because essentially this is the first time that the patient's going to interact with you, the doctor, for any amount of time. Now, remember, when a patient has a spinal ligament injury, 50% of these patients never fully recover. And of that 50% that don't fully recover, 30% have a significant condition associated with it. So this person is literally turning over their life to you. And so this is a very, very important visit. Now, this visit is also the visit that sets the tone for compliance, that sets the tone for how much they trust you, that sets the tone for how much they're going to refer to you. It sets the tone for everything. So the patient has just gone through all of your paperwork. They've gone through you meeting and greeting your staff. They've gone through getting their finances in in order, you know, getting their insurance listed to your staff. They've gone through all of that. They've made it to your clinic. They've filled out all of your forms. And now they're in with you on a consult. And this consult is very, very important. First, they're going to get a feel for you as the doctor. How are you as the doctor? How concerned are you? How much time do you take? Is that patient the only thing that's happening in front of you? Or are you organizing a thousand different things in your head and this is just sort of a a procedure that you're doing because the patient has to go through this procedure? If that's what you're doing, the patient will actually perceive that. So at that point in time, this patient has to be the only thing in your mind at that time, your complete focus has to be on the patient. Now, you've got to get every single thing that they have as associated with this condition. So if they have head pain, stiffness, neck pain, back pain, arm pain, numbness, tingling, they don't sleep very well, uh, they have cognitive uh, dysfunction, they don't feel like they're thinking, they feel like they're foggy, they feel like they're afraid of driving, Uh, They feel depressed. They feel whatever it is, any single symptom. And these symptoms, what, what they could be a list of 10 or 15 or 20 things. It's very, very important that you get each and every one of them down. In the Smart Injury Doctors Program, we have a form called the Smart Injury Symptom Tracker. And that symptom tracker allows you to put every single thing that the patient is saying that they have as a result of this injury. Now, you want to take your time and you want to be patient in here. You want to explore all of those things. Get in detail. How is this affecting them? It literally takes minutes. It does not take a lot of time, but it's very, very important because if you'll do this, the patient feels completely duplicated and they need to feel completely duplicated with you as their doctor. Now, the other reason why you're going to do this is one of the mistakes that patient, uh, that doctors make, and I help with this in our training program, is that they think, so if a, let's say a patient says that they have shoulder pain, and you list it, and three days later, four days later, when you're asking them to fill out some form of how they're doing, or, or a month later, you ask them to fill out a form in a, in a 
uh, patient review and a patient re-exam, and they don't put the shoulder pain, right? So they don't put shoulder pain, so you don't even ask them about shoulder pain. Well, the problem is you're missing in that re-exam that, you know, the patient's saying, oh, I don't know, I'm not doing that good. You look at your list of 15 things that they listed initially, now they've only listed seven things. So eight of the things that they originally listed have dropped off the list. That's the improvement that's occurring. But because the patient still has these seven things, they don't think they're doing that well. So if you don't have a way to track the symptoms so that each time you're basically saying, hey, what about, the, you know, how's the shoulder? And now the shoulder pain is completely gone. Okay, you initially said headaches, but you're, you're not listening that you have headaches here now. Yeah, the doctor, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I had headaches for two weeks, but the headaches are completely gone now. A patient in that reeval is going to feel a hell of a lot more duplicated. If you, if you understand exactly all the things that they came in with, but doctors a lot of times do things so quickly and their paperwork is so fast and it's not really that accurate that a lot of things get missed. When things get missed and you're not talking about those things, you're gonna have less compliance, you're gonna have more problems with the patient, you're gonna have less referrals. And so these are really important things. It's really important to get all of the symptoms. It's really important to go over, does the patient have any active pre-existing conditions, things that they're actively being treated for, under care for, that are in the same area or are very similar to what they have now. So an example of that, let's say the patient had neck pain a month ago and they went into a doctor and the doctor said they had took some x-rays, they had severe degenerative disc disease and so gave them naproxen for this significant neck pain that they were having uh, due to five levels of degenerative disc disease that the doctor listed, diagnosed, and is now under, the patient is now actively being treated with, well, you have an active pre-existing condition. Now, it doesn't happen often that you'll have active pre-existing conditions. The majority of pre-existing conditions are a thing called a dormant pre-existing condition. And so, but you wanna list dormant pre-existing conditions that they may have. You, you know, you wanna list they're diabetic. You wanna list that they have a high blood pressure. You wanna list um, that they are, they're having a problem with their weight. You want to list whatever it is that they're having a problem with. You want to list it because they're complicating factors. And you want to know that. You want to duplicate that. You, you even want to, you know, it, there's a difference between a 26-year-old who has no body fat, works out at a gym three times a week, and is a vegan. There's a big difference between how that person's going to rehab and the person that says, uh, say, is 45 years old, has high blood pressures, obese, doesn't work out at all, and has a horrible diet. So, you know, these all, thi these all things matter. Now, you're not going to explain that necessarily to the patient, but you're going to get all of these things down. You're going to do, we have a form called, you know, was there any delay or gap in care? You're going to get any gap in care covered. And you're going you're gonna to find out, did the patient have, were they actively treating themselves? Let's say they didn't show up to your office for a month, right? Well, you want to ask them, why didn't, you know, why didn't you start care uh, for the last month? Well, you know, doctor, I didn't think it was, I thought it would go away. I thought it could, you know, I could help it myself. I thought if I stretched, if I did ice, if I did uh, over-the-counter medication, all of these are active care procedures, doctor. She got to list them out because the patient was trying to do self-care which is active care. It's a form of active care. And that care failed. Now they're in your office. There is no gap. 
So it's very important that you cover that in this consultation. It's also very important in the consultation that you cover the importance of what you're going to be looking for, which is ligament damage. So in that consultation, it's very easy to say to transition, look, in a moment, we're going to be doing an examination procedure. And in that examination procedure, I'm going to be looking for the, the I'm going to be looking for things to help me determine the severity and location of any injuries that you have. Now, the most important injury, kind of the worst injury you can have is a fracture. I'm assuming you don't have that. You would have been in the emergency room. You would have, you know, it would be a totally different scenario. But the worst injury that patients have aside from a fracture, and really a fracture is only a problem if it damages the soft tissue, is the soft tissue injury. So what we're going to be focusing on is helping me to determine the severity and location of any ligament damage that you may have. Ligaments are the, it's the tissue that holds these vertebrae together and in alignment. And when they're damaged, they can cause all kinds of problems. They cause instabilities to occur. So I'm going to be doing examination procedures where I'm going to be testing for the effect of ligament damage. And then I'm going to be having you do uh, some specialized x-rays called stress x-rays. And in those stress x-rays, we're going to be able to determine the severity and location of any ligament injuries that you may have. And I'll, I'll explain that further to you tomorrow um, when I'm going through a report of our findings of what we find today. Does that make sense? Yes. You ask them the question. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. So that's what we're going to do next. And then doctors, you introduce them to the exam, but you have to cover these main things. You got to get all the symptoms tracked, all of them, so that you can track them and easily remember what the heck they are when you're in that next consultation. Trust me, if you'll do if you'll do this, the patients will feel a hundred times more duplicated than maybe they are right now with you forgetting their symptoms that they originally came in with. Remember, these symptoms are important to them. They would be important to you. So you have to make them important. You're going to get also any gaps in treatment and why. Uh, in the Smart Injury Doctors Program, again, we have a gap in care form. You look at what criteria, you know, if, if you're struggling with not knowing what to ask the patient, there's a whole form that we have for that. You're going to get and list any active or dormant pre-existing conditions. The majority of pre-existing conditions, 90 plus percent of the time, 90, I could even say 98% of the time, you're going to be dealing with dormant pre-existing conditions, but you want to get those listed. You want to know what they are. And that's what you're doing in a, in a consultation. So that consultation, if you do it right, saves you a tremendous amount of time at the end when you're struggling to go, oh, I'm in deposition. Now I have to get all of my notes together. Doctors, if your documentation is done each step of the way, it's done when you're done. And you never have to go back and try to recreate or try to figure anything out. Your documentation should be very streamlined so it's very, very easy for you at any point to look and uh, let's say you're deposed, good, spend 10 minutes with the file and take the deposition. It doesn't have to be complicated and it shouldn't be complicated. If it is complicated, it's only because you're making it complicated. So this consultation is very, very important. Don't underestimate the importance of a consultation. Um, doctors, uh, what I do on each one of these podcasts is I just take a, a, a section or a subject, uh, short, sweet, and to the point, I hope you enjoyed this one today. Definitely take your consultations um, 
seriously and do a good job with them. And doctors, if you have any comments about the podcast, put them down below. Or if you have any comments about what are you struggling with in personal injury practice? What makes personal injury practice hard for you? What do you hate about personal injury practice or the personal injury market? Put your comments down below because that's how I create further uh, content for these podcasts. Doctors, I thank you very much for your attention today, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review, and don't forget to join us on our next program.